Hi everyone, my name is David Gillespie and you are listening to High Shelf Gaming Podcast. This is a weekly podcast about role-playing games and board games and gaming conventions. Every week I'm joined by my co-host Rich Wisniewski and we bring on guests to talk about the games that they love, the conventions they're playing them at, all that good stuff. If this is up your alley, please feel free to download, listen, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And you can always find us on Twitter at High Shelf Gaming or join us on our Facebook group, High Shelf Gaming Podcast. It's a closed group. Click to join though and we're friendly to everybody and uh, you'll get to hang out and talk games with us all you like. David again here with High Shelf Gaming, and as always, I am joined by the duplicitous Rich Wisniewski. Dude, another one of those really big words you busted out on me. Hey everyone, just sitting here playing with my fidget spinner, and um, you know, having a great evening with my host with the most, David. (laughs) Fidget spinners? Oh man. Oh, you actually have one. Oh my gosh. Okay. I actually have a fidget spinner, and you know what's even better about it? It's Star Wars themed. Yes. So, okay, it could be Doctor Who. That would be better. Mm-hmm. But it is Star Wars themed. It has R2-D2 on it. And, you know, the Alliance, the Rebel Alliance. So I like spinning this. It's a nice, real heavy one, too. Kind of <laughs> Do you hear this? By the way, do you hear this on the microphone? Uh, just a tiny bit. Oh, well, then I'll stop doing it. Oh, Except for when I want to annoy you. But <laughs> yes, Dave, glad to be here. Glad to talk about our topic today. It is one that's near and dear to my heart. Yeah, so this is um, this is part three of our Gen Con survival series, talking all part about three, part three. Oh part yeah, three. and th- this is the best part, right? I mean, in the movie tril- trilogy bit, part three is always the best. Oh, it is the most intense. It's the most dramatic. It's the most where we like high five and yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is this is the this is the show, the big show before the show. This is all about event registration. So actually getting to do things at Gen Con. Um we've already covered the t- two of the harder bits, right? Which is like housing is its own train wreck and then getting to run your own event. Actually, we need to correct something. So we did the running your own event thing at Gen Con and we said that the due date to sign up was March 10th. It is not March 10th. That's the due date to show up in the program because they print out a big program with all of the stuff printed in there. Um, But you can still go and register to say, hey, I want to run an event all the way up until Gen Con starts. So I would like to also comment, Dave, that I was stalking you on Reddit and Mm. I saw what you posted. Oh, do you want to tell the people what you said? Well, I say I I stand behind it. He's going to fire me, people. He's going to fire me. I need everyone to email in and say, do not fire Rich, that he is a hardworking co-host, and that was just a simple oversight on his part. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, we, we, all, get, we all get one mess up a week, which for us is we're already way over that cap. But no, yeah. <laughs> You know, actually, um, your your buddy Al, he was uh, he was gunning for your spot, man. I don't know. I'm watching him. I'm watching. I'm gonna Tanya Harding his knees if I have to. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Oh man, Al, watch out! Watch out, buddy. Um, okay, so event reg. 
This is this is the big show. This is actually getting to do things at Gen Con because uh, you've bought your pass. You have a place to crash. You're ready to actually have some fun. But to do that, you have to buy events. You have to pay for the event that you're going to go and, and play at. So if you want to play D&D and you want a guaranteed spot at that table, you've got to find the D&D event, say, I want to buy it. That's going to be, what, four bucks, eight bucks, 20 bucks, whatever it oh, is. Well, like we talked about, a minimum of two, or mm. is it a minimum of four? I think it's maybe a minimum of four, but a maximum of whatever the person wants it to be. Right, so if they think their event is $100 worth of fun, they can just charge $100. I think that's how much fun my D&D event is. <laughs> yeah, now that we've been plugging it so much, you're definitely going to, you should definitely charge more than the uh, the $4. I might, I might actually get someone to show up, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> another, another plug for me, but yes, go on, Dave. Yeah, okay, so, all right. So anybody who's gone to Gen Con has experienced the pain of registering for events. And I say it's a pain because you never get the event you want. You go and you say, oh, I'm going to go and look at all the things. You pick out all the events you want. And just so you know, they're going to release the events like a week or two before, uh, what is it, May 5th? I am going to go and back you on that one. They release the schedule a couple of weeks before registration day. So you see all the events and you're like, oh, man, I want to play this. I want to play that. And there's all these cool things to do. And you show up day of to do your event registration. They say, cool, you're number 8,005 in the line. And if you're number 8,005, you're not getting your events. It sucks so much. Yeah. It really does. I mean, it's one of those that, you know, we, we can talk about the other cons we go to where you you kind of show up in here and you show up there. And um, Gen Con runs with the event ticket system that really what you're doing is is buying a pass to the event mm-hmm. that, you know, guarantees you a spot at the table. And so, you know, every table only has so many people that could sit there. And so you have that small cost of, oh, at least $2. It's at least $2 associated with it. Now, you can buy generics and show up to your events and try and get into people that didn't show up. Maybe they slept in. Maybe they're out partying. Maybe they're at an event running late. and Or maybe they're just going to skip an event to do something. I know um, Al... Um, you know, the, the co-host trying to be guy, um, his first year at Gen Con, I don't think he had anything registered. He just went and got generics and followed people around to their events. So okay. like one day, I think me and him kind of went to two or three things. He got into two, maybe he didn't get into the third one. I think he got into a couple though. Um, either they said, sure, we can do another seat. Or they said, sure, no one showed up. Right. So he was able to join in, but it was a crapshoot every day yeah. on how much fun he was going to have. But but the generic strategy does work. You buy – so one of the things you can buy in the event, Reg, you can just say, look, just load me up with generics. You, you specify a dollar amount. I want $4. I want $20. However many generics you want, you can just – you can just get that many, and you're good. And you show up to an event. You don't have a guaranteed spot, but if there's somebody who's not there or they can fit another person in, eh, you turn over however many generics it takes, and then you get to play. Uh, yeah. And so definitely, if you can't get into the event, if you can't get a guaranteed seat at the event you want, you can probably still get into most games. Yeah. Yeah. I would um, say there's always a little bit of that. But you say, when's, when's the um, schedule coming out? When's the program book? You say May? 
So uh, May 6th is reg. So I, I was wrong a second ago. It's actually May 6th is when registration happens, which is at like noon Eastern time. <sighs> and then the event uh, catalog shows up a couple of weeks before then. So maybe the very beginning of May or the very end of April, somewhere in there, the online catalog shows up and they've got it organized into a bunch of different things. There's panels, there's card games, there's board mm-hmm. games, there's tournaments, um, there's LARPing. There's a couple other event types in there that I'm not super up on. And that's just me being a bad Gen Con goer. I, I've got the things that I always want to do. There's there's the five things I always do at Gen Con. And then there's probably going to be like two or three things that I try and fit in if I can. Um, but if I can't get to my five, I cry. Now, now with our crew, the way we do it, we, we get together on a... Um... This podcast is sponsored by Cisco Systems. We get together on a WebEx yeah. um, because some of us work for technology companies and we have a, you know, environment where everybody can dial in from their computers. Yeah. So we'll get on a WebEx about two hours before and we'll start comparing, you know, who's volunteering where, who's running one event, and we'll end up kind of creating this calendar of bad time. And then after we create the calendar of bad time, we go in and we pick in true dungeon and we say, mm. when can we do that on good time? Right. Because that's really the main reason we all go is to be together and play true dungeon. Yeah. And then after that we fill in, but before I even go to that two hour meeting before event registration, I'm like you, I pick out the three things I know I want to do. Like yeah. I know I want to do Dr. Ho- Dr. Who in the time of the Daleks, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. I know I want to do a Doctor Who role-playing game. I know I want to try and get into Firefly, which I've never been in yet. I know I want to play Super Robot. So I write down some of the ones that I know. Right. So then as I'm sitting with my crew and we talk about those bad times, I go look at the things that I want to do that fit in on the bad times, and I make sure I understand what those times are. Right. And also, because I have um, some family member that'll go, or sometimes I have friends that can't make the registration event, I look at when their tickets need to be purchased because, you know, I think a good example, Super Robo Rally, yeah. that I want to go do, that Rob's never really made registration. He always has something going on. So I have him friend me in the registration system Let's- so I can buy his ticket. Let's let's unpack that in a second. I want to talk about first when that catalog comes out, like you say, you kind of go through and find the things you want. Guys, go and make an Excel sheet. Go to Google Docs, make, you know, or whatever, go to some online spreadsheet thing and you and all your friends need to collaborate on one document because you need to sit there and put these are the things that I'm doing. Maybe you're volunteering. Oh, we do do that, don't we? Oh, we yeah, do, do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is this is do. step one. Find the things it's you care Google about. Google Doc. You're yeah. right. We do it. We do it every yeah. year. Yeah. I forgot about the Google Doc. Make a it Google kind of sometimes goes out the window on the day of registration. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no 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 yeah. This is by the way. This is just this is your dream scenario. This is right. you make the doc. You say I, some of the stuff you already know. You already know. Hey, I'm landing at whatever time on Wednesday. That that can't change. Um, oh, that's true. You know. Or some things are, I'm already booked to volunteer Saturday morning. So Saturday morning is spoken for. So there's a couple of things that are like hard pass. I'm not available during that time. But when you look at that doc, you kind of see what your schedule looks like, what everybody else's schedule looks like. And these, again, dream scenarios, right? 
Um, and so each person in ours, anyways, each person gets their own column, right? So we have every day broken out and, you know, times and all that kind of stuff. And every, per- every person gets their own column and we can see, okay, well, um, Friday afternoon, Rich and Rob and David are going to go play, uh, Dr. Who. And during that same t- time, Al and Larry and Ryan are going to go play something else, you know, Dragon Dice or whatever. Um, and so we look at that and we say, okay, this is our, this is our dream plan. This is what we'd like to see happen. Um, and that's really nice to know that, Hey, you're gonna have some time that's with your buddies. You're gonna have some time that's for yourself. You're going to be doing your own games and, and you can kind of see what your day's going to end up looking like. Right. I mean, that's, that's, and important. it's nice to know when you see somebody go do something, I think maybe that's how I, um, joined Eclipse Bays last year. Is I yep. saw you were doing the clip space on the Excel and said, Oh, I want to do that. Yeah. And everyone then saw me join your game and everyone else could have joined if they wanted, you know what right. I mean? And we've had that happen before. I think Dr. Who was a good example. We ended up with all of us because one person added it and then everyone else jumped in. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a really nice way to kind of introduce your friends to the games that you Why, love. How did I forget about the Excel, Dave? <laughs> I mean, like the, you, you talk one. about the landing thing. It's really important. Yeah. Um, we always land a little early and we go to Dick's Last Resort. And um, so on Wednesday, we'll land. Yeah. We'll go to Dick's. We'll start drinking. We'll, we'll, they'll put the hats on us. They'll insult <laughs> us. They'll call us virgins. It's really terrible. And, but we have a great time. And yeah. then everyone knows. And wait, I wait, think wait, wait. Hold on, year, hold on, hold on. How'd they know your virgins? Did, did they, did they, did you show up with your compass? Oh, dude, it's because I got those cargo pants on and I got my big shirt on that says like, I'm lawful, evil, cleric, 13th level. I mean, come on, I'm asking for it. Yes, yeah, you're it's, right. It's, I mean, it's like Pokemon, gotta catch them all. I mean, if I could just sing the whole song for them, yeah. then it would really seal the deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we, you know, now it's become that. People look at see when they're landing, when they're driving in, and we've turned that lunch event into uh, there's like six of us there. You mm-hmm. know, it just turned out it was two, then three, then four. Now there's six people that show up for lunch. Um, so sorry, dear listener, that I forgot about the organization of Google Docs. <laughs> um, that starts immediately after um, the items out. Now we do have a few holdouts. Is it just, you know, I think maybe it's a technological jump that we do have a few people that don't fill in. And I think that's what leads to our hour to two hour before. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Cause okay. So, so what happens with our crew is not everybody's hip to the Google doc. And so, so an hour or so before the, the registration time, we all get on a phone call together, WebEx or whatever, whatever, you know, we this all get on. This podcast is brought to you by Cisco Systems. <laughs> we, we get on to some way of all of us talking, you know, Discord, whatever it is. And we figure out that there's a bunch of people who have not put anything on the spreadsheet, but totally want to play games with us. And so there's this mad dash where we figure out, okay, who's doing what game at this time, that kind of thing. And then, and then we all are ready for the registration thing to happen at the same time. And here's the, here's the important bit. Uh, are you going to get into the division of who's signing up for what? We got to. Because that, that's, that's where it starts getting a little freaking nuts. Yeah. Okay. So, no. so if your crew is small and, and relatively everybody's always talking to each other, then this method really works well for you. And that is you all become friends on the Gen Con app. Because you can buy games for one another in the Gen Con app or in their their uh, terminal. 
Um, and so it's really good for for you guys out there that have really nice uh, coherent groups that all like each other and talk all the time. Um, this is a perfect, perfect plan is because the six of you, four of you, two of you, whoever, however many you are, you all look at each other's games and you pre-select to try and buy games for one another. So I've bought all my games. I've bought all of Rich's games and Rod's games and uh, maybe Larry's games. Oh, and by the way, can't you just have one random at least two? Like you can always yes. buy you can always buy a ticket for yourself and one random. You don't even need a name. It's just Correct. other. Correct. Yeah, you can always buy for yourself and one other unnamed person. But if you already know who all is going with you, go in and and seriously say I am going to buy all the games for all of my friends and myself. And then all of your friends are going to do the exact same thing. Oh, and by the way, you, you, if you are the initiator, you are paying. Oh, yeah. So that's something that happens to us often is we end up sitting down on the floor and it's like, okay, here's all your tickets. You owe me $62. Right. Here's all your tickets. You owe me 12. Right. Okay. 12 minus 62. All of a sudden, I only owe you 50. Right. So, you know, it's kind of a trade around of all that. So be prepared that if you have a group of six people and you're going to a $10 event, you are going to have to pay $60. It does not send them the bill. Right. You get the bill. Right. Yeah. So if you're the lucky winner, if you're the right. lucky person who actually gets to register for the event, you end up paying for everybody. But there's tons of cash sharing apps out there that make it very easy for oh, you yeah, to, to settle up now. So, I mean, like, Vimeo. The, you know, but that is a good point. You have to Back know, yeah, you have to know and trust your friends. Right. And if they're the type yeah. that are weird with money and eh, maybe I don't buy that guy's game, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, you do. That's exactly right. I, yeah. I know in the past I've uh, said, oh, well, you know, I'm buying that, but I, I'm not going to see that cash. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's just one of those things you you do to try and help people out. Yeah. Now, but, you know, it depends if it's a uh, freaking true dungeon. That's like a 60. What's it going up to this year? Oh, God. Um, I don't know how much true dungeon is going to be this year, but it's going to uh -oh. be a lot per ticket. It's I'm already but yeah. heard about that. So, okay. Now here's the other thing is if you were like our group, our group is actually like the amalgamation of like three different social circles that yeah. have touch points between a few of us. And so the way we do it is I buy for my really close friends, like you and a couple other people, you buy for me and a couple of your close friends, you know, Ryan, Larry, Al, those guys, and they have their own crew and they all buy for each other. So between the three social circles, we have this kind of Venn diagram of maybe we're going to get our games. Maybe we're not. But True Dungeon would definitely get. I'm in the middle. Oh, yeah. I'm in the middle. <laughs> yeah, actually not. I'm an outlier. <laughs> no, you're you're pivot for sure. Um, so <laughs> another really big word. I need to get you that calendar. I, maybe you need to write me a calendar. There it is. There of it is. big words every there day. Is. Um, okay. So, so like each other, friend each other. And, and if your group is the type to be good with this opt to buy each other's games, because here's what happens day of you all get a randomly assigned number. And that is the order in which you get to register for your events. Okay. And then by the way, is it the same as last year that everybody smashes join at noon? 
to where it's not like I'm going to get it the day before. Remember on housing, I got my randomly assigned number the right. day before, which was right. randomly shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, during registration, we at least all hit go at the same time. Right. Now, okay. So if you're not there to hit go, you're not taking a number, which is really important to me. If you're not there to hit go, then you don't get a number. I don't know this year because what right now what they're saying on their website is the hours for on-site registration will be updated April slash May. Oh, those bastards. So we're going to find out how exactly they're doing it. Now, event reg is way easier than housing reg. Housing reg was crazy, guys. You had to either buy housing for one another because you bought the passes for everybody. Event reg is still have to have badges, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. You still need badges. But here's the thing. For event reg, I can buy a game for Rich without also having purchased Rich's uh, event pass. Oh, that's right. As long as Rich has one on his account. Right. It is easier to do event reg for each other, but it is different, right? And this year, hopefully, it's a little bit better than it has been in past years. Past years, it was everybody clicks the button at the same time. Their servers get taxed. It's weird. And then you find out that one of your buddies got number 308. And they're going to okay. get they're going to get all their events. And this comes to that idea of everybody buying for each other. And I'm going to use our true dungeon example, right? Every one of us. So there'll be nine of us on this phone call, right? And mm-hmm. every one of us signs up for two true dungeon events. Yeah. And what we've done is we've spread the, the times and dates we want across all nine of us to where if one of us hits 308, that person ends up buying $800 worth of true dungeon tickets is really what it comes down to. One person ends up with $800 on their credit card. But we spread that all out, and we'll even have people sign up for the same time frames right. and friends and others. Because what we're trying to do is really – and I think True Dungeon has the buy all 10 Oh, yeah. 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 And that's a different thing, guys. Oh, God. It is so confusing. True Dungeon does have the buy the whole run button. Right. That you don't have to have friends signed up. You just say, I want the whole run. Oh, right. Um, right isn't right, that right. right? I seem yeah, to remember yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True Dungeon is one of the few that lets you buy the whole thing. The others, you do need to name names. You need yeah. to say, yes, this is going to Kelly. This is going I'm to I'm trying Ryan. to remember that. I think for sure that's the way it was last year. Um, and so – what happened, though, to us over the course of six, seven years of doing this is we've had two times people have ended up in the hundreds, yeah. like 100 and 200 or 300, I, and I, they didn't I, have one true dungeon. I was, I was guilty of that. My first year hanging out with you guys, we all got on the call, and you were all talking about buying games and all this kind of stuff, and I didn't quite get it. I didn't understand the method that you all were going for, and so I, I think I put down my games – and then you had convinced me to buy your games other than the True Dungeon. And I was like, oh, okay. I was nervous because I was like, oh, man, that's like that's like 40 more dollars than I was expecting to spend. That and- rich guy, he spends all his money on heroin. <laughs> I'm not sure I can trust him to pay me back. But and, go on. And so, and so then I was the guy who got – I seriously got like 190 or something was my, was my number. And so yeah. all of my games were still available. You got your games that I bought for you, but I didn't have any True Dungeon picked up. So – it just didn't happen. Like all of oh, you were. It, it, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Let me set the scene here. Everybody on the audio call goes, "We got one ninety because they are all thinking David has a couple true dungeons. Oh yeah, mixed into his list. Yeah. And 
then David's like, yeah, um, no, I didn't have any true dungeons. Was I supposed to? Is <laughs> your <laughs> collective? <sighs> All through the audio conference. And, and dude, you know what's really bad is I did it last year. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I don't know how I did it. I did it last year. Everyone's it, doing stuff. We're all changing things around. Yeah. I get 308 or, or 408 or some crazy right. number. And I'm like, oh, shit, guys. The only true dungeon I have is the, the commando run for us. Oh. That was the only thing I had in there was the commando run. But anyways, right back to you. Yeah, no. Um, okay. So that is the, that is our biggest piece of advice here is if you have friends that you're going with, coordinate on this if you can share the burden and you can you can opt to buy for each other do so it's going to make it's going to make your gen con experience way better and just preemptively say i'm going to do this you don't know what number you're going to get just preemptively sign up for all the games that you and your buds want to play even the games you're not personally going to show up to buy games for your friends because one of you is going to get a good number and by the way i think if i'm not mistaken you can't necessarily buy a ticket for a person that is already going to be in that time frame. So you can run into the guy who went before you blocks out your time for an event that you had listed during that time. Holy shit. I sound like I'm talking flash forward here. Um, we're getting into like time distortion. In other words, if I go first and I bought you a ticket from noon to four. Right. You then, when your list runs, your noon to fours won't work. Right, right, because because my name is already on your sheet. So that's one of the important things. If if you're the guy who got first, and you're like, oh, that means I don't have to buy the games for my friends. No, 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 no. You do because your friends are coming in right behind you. They're already checked out. Gen Con's event reg won't allow you to double book the same person. So that's right. So you do need to complete that transaction for your friends and then just settle up later. And guys, if you have a weird like fallout thing with your friends, don't worry. You can always return tickets. Oh, that's right. Okay. Cause you're in charge of the ticket. Right. And I, uh, you know, I thought about will, you know, I did, I, I haven't done will call in years. Right. Um, the last time I did will call, I can't even tell you. Um, I normally have them sent to my house. I get everyone's tickets. Right. So if you have a guy who who just, you know, does just meth out on you, right? He's gone. All his money's gone. You can always take that in and return it. Right. Offering to buy tickets for your friends is a relatively low risk proposition because money wise, I don't know about group drama. You may have problems there, but money wise, it's a low risk thing because as the controller of the ticket, you can always return it up to 30 minutes before the event. So if the night before your friend does a big F everybody, I'm out, you can say, well, cool, I'm going to return his tickets and I'm going to get my oh, money back. We've never had any drama like that. No, happen. no, no. Our friends are no. great. We never have any drama. Um, yeah, that's a very that's a it's a very good observation. Now. I always have them credit it back to my account. Have you ever had them give you cash or put it back to your 
Um, no, if, well, because I know I'm going to play again next year. I know I'm going to go to Gen Con again. Um, so I never asked them for a refund. You can get a refund. It's like a 5% refund fee. So you'll lose out a little bit, but you'll get most of your money back. Um, okay. If you do the credit, it's 100% back. So if you credit. Okay, that's the difference. Yeah. And again, we're always going, folks. So to me, like one year I had like, uh, it was a whole true dungeon run. I ended up crediting back. Right. And that's why I know it was $824. Uh, it was something crazy. And yeah. I just credit all back. And the lady's like, really? And I'm like, I'll be here next year. So that was my badge and a bunch of other tickets for the next year. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you are in control. It's not until you hand that ticket over that you lose control. Yeah. Now so that's why we sit down on the ground and we get out a piece of paper and we get out money and we do a little big trade situation so everybody knows they they feel comfortable. Right. That they're not getting screwed. Right, right. Yeah. And okay, so there's another thing. We show up and we just play games. Man, we we hammer games. We're like, all right, we're doing true dungeon, and then we're gonna sprint over to the role play area. We're gonna do role playing, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna do the D D next. Or actually this year we're probably gonna do Pathfinder next. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're always running from event to event. I I met uh, one of Kelly's old coworkers, he had a brilliant strategy pepper in some uh, panel discussions. Go do a gaming event, and then right after that, have a panel discussion that you can kind of walk to, show up a little late. It's fine. They're, they've been spending their time doing intros anyways. They do the panel discussion. You need to leave a little early to make to the next game? You can do that. Right? And 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 so there is a, there is a, a sense there that I have been maybe doing a bit wrong. I've just been going after game after game and getting really close to not, ma- not meeting games. Oh, and and not going to a game. Right. I I totally, there'll be two things, three things maybe, I do not show up for because I'm running a little late or something else is a little early and, you know, or or I just want to go have some meat. Right. I want to go have a beer. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Schedule in your lunches. Oh, my God. (laughs) And expect it to be I like this panel idea, you know, especially because I bet panels don't sell out. I bet panels are set up. To where it's it's a lot more open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and that's okay. You're you're bringing up food. Absolutely, schedule in your lunch because Daddy Daddy Gen Con is not going to make sure you get fed. Um, you need to go and get food or have food with you that you can like scarf down between things. I don't know, but you. Got- oh yeah, we're we're spinning a little off topic, but by gosh, I carry power bars. Oh, yeah. And I and I go to I found it at Home Depot. I found it at some of the other stores. I carry a flat water bottle. Mm-hmm. So it's a water bottle that's completely flat that you take the screw off end off. You fill it up with water and it it, it expands. It's just like right. a Ziploc bag. Right. And you put the little lid on to where it's right. really easy to carry. Yeah. You fill it up with water. You got your power bars. You always got some neat. Right. Right. Yeah. So from a scheduling perspective, keep track of that stuff. Don't use toilet water. Gross. So I'm just a tips, tips, helpful advice. Use the water fountain or the bottles or the barrels they put out there. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then the other thing is it is helpful to kind of get a sense of where your events are. Um, Oh, fuck that. Don't listen to them people. That's too organized. Sign up for everything you want and run like a crazy fucker. (laughs) Get like leg cramps. Dude. No, because if you're going from the Marriott all the way to True Dungeon, you're not oh, going to make it. You're not going to make it. <laughs> Rob forgot his ticket. Now oh, yeah. back to the hotel and run back. 
We had to play it like slow ball. We we're like, ah, oh, well, uh, and then like last second he comes busting in. All right, guys, I'm here. What role am I? It's like, dude, you're the ranger. Great. Whatever. <laughs> Covered in sweat. Oh yeah. Who's gross. Yeah. No, no. I understand what you're saying, but it doesn't work that way for me, dude. I mean, it's very much. I end up all over the damn place. Well, I would say in your planning, because when you go to plan, this is your dream oh, yeah. scenario, but know that you're not going to hit your whole plan because a lot of times they'll have the same game just at different times. And so in the mad rush to make your event reg situation work, you may end up getting some events that are a little too close to other events or a little too far away from each other. And those you just got to kind of figure that out. Be like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to be sprinting from this thing to that thing. Or I'm going to try and leave early. You know, you can say, hey, look, I got to I got to bail like 10 minutes early and the DM or event organizer. They they should be OK with that. Another way to bail early is make sure you kill your character. Is <laughs> just totally just, oh, yeah. just, you know, troll the game, man. You oh, know, yeah. just totally make sure you're in trouble. But that that's yeah, that might maybe your other people wouldn't be happy about that. I don't know. I don't know. But they get your shit if you're laying there dead. So yeah. maybe they would like that. I don't yeah. Know. Um, okay, so recap Google Sheet ahead of time. Sit down, get everybody sharing, put it into each tabs a day. Each day has the hours. You want to list in when you're going to be there. You want to list in when you're going to dinner. We always do what we call our family dinner. So we always set up one night that we all take four hours and we guarantee that we're going to go to PF Chang's. Right. And we're going to sit down and have a family dinner and, and talk. So get all of that on your Google spreadsheet. Then right. you put in what you really want to do and other people will follow suit and you'll follow other people's what they really want to do. Yeah. Then comes the day of get available together two hours ahead of time, spread the load of what's the most important. And now I'm going to tag into that one that when you enter in your events in the past, you weighted them. So right. you would say, Doctor Who's the most important thing to me, and you'd make it number one. And then you would say, the second most important thing is True Dungeon. The third most important thing is this. And this is why I've never gotten Firefly. Because you put True Dungeon first, so you know you can get it. Right. And then you do Super Robo Rally, because that's like the game event that we we always really enjoy. That's our, that's our, that's our big group event. Yeah. And then you do Doctor Who role playing, then you do Eclipse phase, then you do you see what I mean? You got a couple in there that are taking now you're at weighted right. five average. Right. And now you're at weighted six average. Right. To where all of you that are processing at the same time, if there's someone else that has Firefly at one and you have Firefly at weighted average of seven, right? Well, they're gonna get the tickets. Yeah. It's just that simple. Right. They're getting the tickets because you're processing at the same time. And you've said, it's not that important to me. Right. So if you screw that up, you can screw up the whole team too. Right. But if you don't put the most important thing first, and, and this might be a little bit of, you can't put yourself ahead of the rest of the team. Now, not that everybody sees your screens. Maybe we need to do a web share this year between all because seven of us or eight people, of us yeah i think some people are waiting there's the other way i'm that's kidding funny. That's but yeah that weighted thing is pretty important too right. so you all talk about it and you do your weighted items right right and okay so if you're doing a tournament your tournament needs to be high up there but i will say if you're doing the um 
the living campaign stuff, like the Heroes of Rokugan mm-hmm. and the L5R living campaign or the D&D or Pathfinder living campaign. Oh. Those, Netrunner. Netrunner. I, yeah. I like to play in those tournaments. Oh my God, dude. Okay. I just put it as the last thing because they're yeah. they're open. They'll take right. anybody. That's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say. Like all of those things, there's so many games running for those events. You could kind of just show up with generics and be like, look, I'm gonna be here. And the person who's marshalling this, they're like, all right, I need seven people. Uh you, you, and you that have pre that have tickets for this time, you're in. You two with generics, come on in. I need you. Right. And and you just kind of stand around like, cool, I'm I'm ready to be whenever you've got an open slot. And those big hall events that have tons of people going in. They're always marshalling for new tables. You're going to get a spot with generics. Don't worry about those. The small tournaments are the tournaments where, you know, there's a uh, there's a bunch of people clamoring for that tournament seat. Make that as high priority. Your team events like Rich is saying True Dungeon or whatever it is, your big your big group event that you guys have to get in on. That's high priority, too. And then all the stuff you're just kind of interested in trying. Yeah, mid mid priority low, and and true dungeon guys has sold out. Oh yeah, record record fast, record fast. It sells oh, yeah. out. It's um, crazy, and that's part of why we have to do it that way. It sells out record speeds. Um, I like Netrunner, and this year I'm definitely going to go back and play in the the Worlds tournament or whatever they call it at Gen Con. I think Worlds is saved for their one in, in November. Right. Which maybe I'll go to. I don't know. Maybe it's in January. Some it's a, it's, it's in Nove- Michigan. Yeah, it's, it's in November because that's also where the L five R worlds is. Oh really? Maybe yeah. we should go. We should. We should yeah. both go and lose together. Because <laughs> I, I love that runner. We're I mean, gonna lose so bad. Know. Okay, anyways, back on topic, people. Um you don't want to sleep an event in Coin Alley. You know, Arcade Alley is for sleeping. It's not for that's your only event. That's right. Um, so that's I think right. if you follow kind of those process. Oh, what if you're solo? What if you're the only person going? What if you're okay. coming in and you're the only <clears throat> one in the world? Okay. That you know at this event. Right. So if you're the only one in the world, I started this process before you and I really hooked up on the Gen Con thing. You go through and you pick, there's an event that you want or a type event that you want. It's going to be played over several days. Book all of them. Book every single one of them. Book conflicting events doesn't matter because when you get in there and you're allowed to actually buy the thing, you can you can reject the ones you want to get rid of. So oversubscribe, say, OK, I want these eight or nine different events. Some of them conflict, whatever. I'm, I'm picking all of them. And then when it says, OK, here's the events I'm giving you, you might have some conflicts in there. Then you can make your decision of which ones to cut to make sure you get into the things you need. And then generics for the solo operator generics are going to be a big part of your strategy because you're just going to bet that there's people out there that are sleeping in or are held up in another event because they are just show up there's gonna be an open spot or they can fit you in like the generics is not to be abused but it is there as a pressure relief valve and if you're a solo operator to me that's what it is you oversubscribe to events and you have a a healthy pack of generics to get you into the things that you want to get into that would be tough. And dear listener, I have so many friends. I've never been a solo operator. So just I'm a I'm a super likable guy, no matter what Dave says. If there is a solo operator out there and you have a different approach than what I've described, because that's Ooh, what I'd I, like to hear that. Yeah. 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 Let us know, because that's what I was doing before I hooked up with Rich. You know, it's been years and things may have changed. And, you know, the other thing is you do want to build in some time for like a dealer hall and that kind of stuff because you're, you're you'll spend. Oh, my God, dude, you could. I swear to God, if you are doing a Friday, Saturday, 
you could really sign up for nothing. And you could just go to the dealer hall and play demo games. Oh, yeah. And you can play trial games. And you, I mean, there is, that's sometimes my problem is I want to go to the dealer hall and try things. I think Captain Sonar for me last year was a dealer hall trial. Yeah. And there are so many games I want to give a shout out to and try that. Holy smokes! You're you're man. That's that's really funny. You can spend two days just in the dealer hall. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's giant. And and most of the companies there have are eager to give you trials. They'll give you nice 10, 15 minute demos, uh, hour long demos. Even if it's the like FFG or not FFG, um, Fantasy Flight, they have a big demo table area. You can go through and play an entire game with your crew. Now it can be a little tough because you got to wait. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. it's free, you know. You're not buying the event ticket, and all you got to do is be a little patient, and you'll get to play a ton of games in the dealer hall. All right. So just to to recap again, I'll just kind of go over our Google Doc. Yep. Um, get everything lined out with your friends. Meet an hour before registration. Get everybody weighted properly on what events and who's weighted what. Yep. And in years past, it said go, and everybody clicked the button, right. and then you get a number that your list will process. It is important to follow up. I think we covered that, that, hey, guys, I got these things. I didn't get these things. So people can adjust their carts accordingly. And also, they will see if you bought for them the tickets you bought for them because they won't be able to do events on times that you purchased for them to where you could lock someone out by accident. So that definitely makes sure to communicate well and don't just put people in your list because you think they should be there. Um, and then once all that happens, you really could turn everything back in. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really a, a safe thing. You, I mean, yeah. you, you could go back in, I mean, 30 minutes before the event. Is that what you said? Yeah. So if, if all of a sudden your life changes and you're not going to Gen Con, push it all back in. So, okay. So we talked about all of it until event reg day. After event registration day, keep going back. If there's something you really need. Keep going back because people are turning in tickets before Gen Con because there's something else they wanted more or they can't go or what have you. Keep going back and checking in because you can. I have uh, on my L5R events, my uh, Heroes of Rokan events, there was one that I couldn't get into and I just kept going back and checking and sure enough, a seat opened up and I was able to get in. Um, so just like the housing portal. Having some diligence, having some patience to go back and double check and just, you know, Monday morning, Monday morning after the weekend, go in and check because over the weekend, somebody's made a decision to drop an event and you might get lucky and get into that event. There are groups that are so tight knit and close that they have forums. Right? And I think True Dungeon's a great one for that. L5R probably fits in that category. Oh, yeah. That runner who I think would fit in that category. Oh, yeah. Um, that if you said, oh, hey, I wanted to get in on this. There are people that say, hey, I got two extra tickets. Come join me. Yes. Um, so if there's really something you want to do, uh, you know, uh, Doctor Who would probably be a good example that you could find on their forums people that are saying, oh, yeah, you know what? I bought six. My other friend's not going to be there. Dude, let's hook up and trade this other ticket. Right. And uh, those things can happen, too. I right. hadn't thought about doing that in the past. Maybe for Firefly. That's the only way I'm ever going to get in a game. So uh, those are all the big things to me. You know, have your crew, if you have it, organized together, like you said. Don't give up. Go back and check again. And if all else fails, generics will get will open a lot of doors for you. Generics are really useful. Dude, where's the best place to drink in the evening? 
Best that, place this is now outside of event registration. We've drank at a lot of crazy places there. Yeah. Um, what do you think the best place to go have drinks is? Oh man. Um, I think, Oh God, where was the place we went to? Let me look it up. And you know, while he's looking that up, I will say this podcast was hatched at Gen Con. We were out for a beer and, and, and we, we lost everybody, but me and you. And I think we were talking about bucket list items and we were like, so what do you blah, 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 want to do with your life when you grow up and you're a big person? Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking about bucket list things that happened and we both were on podcast and, and actually David was like, I would really like to do that. And I said, I'd really like to be a co-host because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any of the responsibility, oh, but man. I want to show up and have fun. Yes. And dude, that was, uh, that was over, I think over a pint at the Irish pub out there. Um, that was an Irish pub. Yeah. Um, now it was a little warm. So for me, that falls in the category of um, great, nice place. It was a little warm. What, did they have open doors and all that? Is that why it was a little warm? I seem to remember. It. Yeah, I think so. Um, that was O'Reilly's Irish oh, bar O'Reilly's over off of. Uh, no, 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 no. It was off um, Meridian, the uh, Clada, Clada, like the Clada yes. ring, the, the heart yes. ring. That's right. Dude, we have got to have a, a food and drink. You know, for me, the place we seem to have the most fun drinking is Champs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's because everyone's really comfortable going to a Champs. Yeah. But we get everybody there, and then a couple fireballs, and a few beers, and we have a great time. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe we need to add Gen Con 5, where to go drink and eat. Dude, hey, let's do a high-shelf gaming Champs thing. Oh, that would be a great time. Well, audience, Rich and I are going to go and plan this. We're going to get together a, hey, if you've listened to us and you want to meet us, we're going to be at a certain bar, a certain night at Gen Con. We'd love to meet you and and just talk nerd stuff. So okay. we, we will work this out. Segway, uh, there are two incredibly awesome listeners that did a posting on iTunes and they gave us five stars without any of us having to send them $20. But I will buy these people a beer. And by the way, not everybody can be Cyclops Bob. So if everybody walks up, I'm Cyclops Bob, I'll know it's a scam. We should probably pause here. Guys, thanks a ton for the reviews on, on iTunes. Uh, that's Ayanami Lisa, as in that, that's a, it's an anime reference to Neon Genesis. And then Cyclops Bob, or Cyclops Bob. Both of you, thanks a, thanks a ton for the reviews. We really do appreciate it. Um, if one or both of you are at Gen Con, we definitely want to uh, hang out. And of course, everybody else who's listening, if you go to Gen Con this year, we definitely want to hang out. Like uh, I think Heather's going to be there this year. Kelly may be there. And of course, you and I, our whole crew is going to be there. So we're going to have a great time. Definitely. So Cyclops Bob, look us up. I'll get you a beer, my man. Thanks a ton for listening. I hope this was very helpful to you. If you have suggestions, obviously let us know in all the various forms that we post this to. And you can always find us on Facebook and Twitter and all those good things. As always, have fun and play well. May all your roles be double crits. Thanks for listening. If you have feedback for us, please find us on Twitter. Again, at High Shelf Gaming or on our Facebook group, High Shelf Gaming Podcast. Of course, we're on iTunes and Stitcher as well, so feel free to leave us some feedback or a review there.